Hello and welcome back to Free Indeed. Today we're in Mark chapter 5. If you if you listen to this episode and you're enjoying it, I would ask that you could stay towards the end or if it, if you leave it with a few seconds left, if you could just mark it as played or let it play through. It's just helpful for me to see um, that people are listening to it, not just encouraging, but to see how many people are listening to it, what kind of episodes and, and stuff like that. Um, if you don't listen all the way through, if you leave even with like five seconds left, it won't show up. So I've had people say to me like, oh, I enjoyed the episode or whatever. And I'm like, well, for me, it says there's only like two plays. And I know <laughs> like, so it's, I didn't know that you even listened to it from my perspective. So if you guys are listening to it, I just ask, please, if you could just either skip to those last, those five, last five seconds or just listen all the way into the end. But just so I can see um, that you're listening, that would mean a lot to me. Anyways, Mark chapter 5. Let's do it. They went across the lake to the region of the Gerasenes. When Jesus got out of the boat, a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs, and no one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had often been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. Night and day, among the tombs and in the hills, he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and fell at his knees in front of him. He shouted at the top of his voice, What do you want with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? In God's name, don't torture me. For Jesus had said to him, Come out of this man, you impure spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? My name is Legion, he replied, for we are many. And he begged Jesus again and again not to send him out of the area. A large herd of pigs was feeding on a nearby hillside. The demons begged Jesus, Send us among the pigs, allow us to go into them. He gave them permission, and the impure spirits came out and went to the pigs. The herd, about two thousand in number, rushed down from the steep bank into the lake and were drowned. Those tending the pigs ran off and reported this in the town and countryside, and the people went out to see what had happened. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there. Dressed and in his right mind, they were afraid. Those who had seen it told the people what had happened to the demon-possessed man, and, he to- and told people about pigs as well. Then the people began to plead with Jesus to leave their region. As Jesus was getting into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go with them, to go with him. Jesus did not let him, but said, Go home to your own people and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and how he has had mercy on you. So the man went away and began to tell in Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him. And all the people were amazed. When Jesus had again crossed over by boat to the other side of the lake, a large crowd gathered around him while he was by the lake. Then one of the synagogue leaders named Jairus came, and when he saw Jesus, he fell at his feet. He pleaded earnestly with him, My little daughter is dying. Please come and put your hands on her so that she will be healed and live and live. So Jesus went with him. A large crowd followed and pressed around him, and a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for twelve years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had, yet instead of getting better she grew worse. When she heard about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak, because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately her bleeding stopped, and she fell, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around and in the crowd, in the crowd, and asked, "Who touched my clothes?" "You see the people crowding against you," his disciples answered, "and yet you ask who touched me." 
But Jesus kept looking around to see who had done it. Then the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came and fell at his feet and trembling with fear, told him the whole truth. He said to her, Daughter, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. While Jesus was still speaking, some people came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue leader. Your daughter is dead, they said. Why bother the teacher anymore? Overhearing what they said, Jesus told him, Don't be afraid, just believe. When He did not let anyone follow him except P Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue leader, John, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. But they laughed at him. After he put, after he put them all out, he took the child's father and mother and the disciples who were with them and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha kum, which means, little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the, the girl stood up and began to walk around. She was 12 years old. At this they were completely astonished. He gave strict orders not to let anyone know about this and told them to give her something to eat. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much um, for your word. Thank you that we get to read it today. Thank you for your mercies that are new each day. Thank you for waking us up. Lord, thank you for your son and for sending him to us. And I ask that you would speak to us. We ask to encounter you today. We ask to fall in love with Jesus, the person, the hero. Lord, thank you for your compassion and your mercy and your kindness towards us. God, thank you for pursuing us reluctantly, for loving us unconditionally. Lord, we are so blessed just to be able to read your word, just to be able to speak to you, to come before you, to have a relationship with you. We're so blessed just to wake up and have life and to be able to serve you. God, I ask for radical gratitude to be in us. And Lord, as, as, we, as we read this, God, I feel convicted because often I don't believe that I can drive out demons and that I can heal and in your name. I, I, I forget the power that you have given me, that you've put in us. Lord, I ask for a childlike faith, knowing that it's not about the, the size of my faith, but, but that you are enough. It's just the object of who you are. I don't have to muster up enough faith for something to happen. 
God, I ask that as we read your word, our knowledge and love for you, our compassion for others, and our boldness would increase. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, um, what I saw and felt, what I saw of God kind of ties into what I read this morning, early this morning about in my Bible reading plan that I'm doing, and I'm in Genesis. We read Genesis and then Job, and then we're back in Genesis. And today was the story of Hagar um, and Ishmael. And when Hagar is, you know, being abused by Sarai, and she runs away from Abraham and Sarai, and she she goes and and she's in the, in the wilderness, and she's alone, and she's she's pregnant, and and God comes to her in that, and and she calls him El Roy, the God who sees me. That's what I saw of Jesus today with with this woman who has had internal bleeding for twelve years. I think it said right, twelve years. And it's suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors, and it's spent all she had, yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. So she had nothing. This was it. If this didn't work, she had nothing else. Nowhere else to turn. Just like Hagar. Hagar had nowhere else to turn. Nothing to give. Nothing to hold on to. And not only did Jesus heal her, he saw her. His power didn't just go and he kept walking. No, he turned around and said, who touched me? Not to condemn her, not to call her out as she expected. But to tell her that her faith has healed her. And he says, go in peace and be freed from your suffering. That's the call Jesus has given to all of us. Your faith, that's what he says to you. Your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. You are freed to live in the peace and the healing power of Jesus Christ. So go. Go in peace and be freed today because of what he's done for you. Because of his overwhelming love for you. Amen. Amen.